All right, I wanted to do something to like maybe start out the show. Okay. But this is maybe. This is the start. Start. This is maybe the start of the episode. Great. Okay. okay. Do we need to chime in at any point, or is it just you doing solo? You'll know when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. All right. All right. It's Wednesday. <laughs> you knew I'd pull you. And I can't wait to see what's under your cover. All the surprises you've got in store for me. Let's get it started. Book relax. You made the show. I'm gonna turn your pages slow. Let me concentrate on you. Cause once we're done reading, it's gonna be a long night. Throw your board on the floor. I'm gonna take your bag off too. I've made plans to talk about you. With some friends that buy all of the first issue Use all-star clubs with you Like you want me to And we'll chat and fight Baby, all through the night All-star clubs with you Audience people too And I will not let go Till you rate and review That was the best you intro, and how perfect that it's for number 100. We made it to 100 episodes. <laughs> Happy 100th episode, you Whoa, guys. Whoa, what an intro. God, you kind of sold it as like, I did this tiny little thing. That's Ooh, a production. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have fucking sheets of paper. <laughs> That was the back. The backup band was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. really sold the mood. I like the way when that w- on the recording that sounds when we do cell phone music. Mm-hmm. I think more artists should do that. Yeah, that's. I, <laughs> I want a whole. I think Kanye should record his album it honestly and had, then play it through yeah. a microphone. It has a nice aesthetic to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I practiced that for like an hour leading up to this, oh. uh-huh. and I felt like my pipes were pretty good uh-huh. yeah. and I was on point and on, Solid. I found a way to get toned in Yeah, and then I got really nervous when I started <laughs> you <laughs> well, were shaking like a leaf my hands started shaking <laughs> I think I, it took me back to like but your voice didn't I was like so confident that this was going to be very cool <laughs> <laughs> and then once I started it took me back to like speech class oh, yeah. and I was like oh no I'm singing in front of oh, my, my, friend. my three best friends <laughs> Instant panic. I, I like panicked like immediately, <laughs> and I was not expecting to. I, I like that. Like you kind of. I was like, oh, we're gonna get jokes, and I was like, no, we're getting straight karaoke. <laughs> 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 and then like the jokes came. That was you had no need to be nervous there. That, uh, that was, was yeah. Yeah. wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You guys, actually, all three of you guys sound great whenever you do your fake singing on this podcast. Thank but, you. So like, that's been a nice treat. For me, yes, <laughs> fake singing is an interesting way to put it. But. There's, uh, we've had some stuff on Twitter where people said we should release an album. Really? Yeah, of all of our music that we do. I don't, I don't know that uh, Baseline Bats is like. Oh boy! You know, really, like you're, you're stretching yourself. <laughs> What's that about Baseline Bats? 
I mean, that's pretty. That's Excuse pretty top what tier. Are you, what are you trying to say? They, they have a history. And just for like people that don't aren't familiar with the lore of Baseline Bats, it's a it's a band named Baseline Bats. Mm-hmm. They have one song called Baseline Bats, and all of the words to that song are Baseline Bats. Did I get that wrong? No, our, our, our hit, our hit is also our hit there. song is Baseline Bats. Oh, okay. we have other songs. True. Oh, I I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Okay. You Which we heard, will be releasing soon. Yeah. You haven't heard Dinosaur Neighbors. Oh, I did. What I didn't about know. Step Poppy. Step Poppy. Ice and Cousins. So uh, I didn't know those were Baseline <laughs> Bats uh, songs. I actually originals. wasn't aware yeah. until this moment. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did uh, so, Mike? You're the new. You're the comic book Weird Al. I <laughs> love taking up that mantle. I'm so happy to. Yeah. I didn't call myself that, but if other people call me that. I. That's fine with me. Two interesting facts about Weird Al. React as you will. Uh, oh he doesn't. Boy. He doesn't perform Michael Jackson songs anymore. Good for him. Um, because of the Netflix documentary. Oh wow. Um, and his parents died of carbon monoxide poisoning, so that's a big issue for him. He talks about a lot, like to get carbon. Uh, really. Monoxide detectors. Yeah. Wow. Things I did not know about Weird Al. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. He um, is he straight edge. I don't he, think he drinks or smokes. He might be. His parents died. He played a show. The next night afterwards, because he said it was the most like cathartic thing for him to do, because he like that's how he got joy. Mm-hmm. Wow, Weird Al, not always fun. Yeah, <laughs> so, sometimes or, pretty yeah. down down to earth Al. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, he calls himself <laughs> relatable he, Al. Yeah, yeah, he's more weird than he is like fun guy. I guess, I guess Albert. <laughs> Albert, <laughs> is that his full name? I I didn't even. Yeah, I, I assumed. I thought it was Aloysius or Allison. <laughs> oh, I w- hope it's Allison. <laughs> Weird Allison. Me, Weird Allison. <laughs> um, all right, so this is a hundred episode. Yeah, welcome to First Issue Club. <laughs> we successfully derailed and crashed uh, this episode before we even started. But this is a hundred uh, episodes. We, I'm really excited because we actually got a sponsor for this one. Mm-hmm. We're kind of big time now with our first real big sponsor. We thought it would and, never happen. Uh, yeah, so now we're going to be able to roll that ad for you guys. Hey folks, it's Ted Heater from CarSmart, and I'm really taking on water. Two months ago, we sent our beautiful daughter Tiffany on a cruise for her graduation, and we just found out it's been hijacked by Somali pirates. That leaves me in a real bind. We can't afford her ransom, so now I'm forced to sell our entire lot of pre-owned, top-of-the-line Kia Sonatas for pennies on the dollar. I'm calling it my nickel to drive so Tiffany survives deal, and it's happening now. Let me help you into a newer car today, and you help me save my precious angel Tiffany. The sale and Tiffany's chances of survival is going fast, so please hurry! We've been looking forward to this landmark episode for months. And we just planned what to do for it an hour ago. <laughs> we have been talking about this episode since like episode 50. Yeah. We had talked about things like throwing a party, doing a live episode. Yeah, just going nuts. Fireworks were often talked about. Yeah. Um, and not to say that, that stuff isn't going to happen, but we in the last hour, I didn't hear a lot of that in the plan. <laughs> you know, live episodes are tough. We just got done doing a live episode for the Spider Man movie. Mm hmm. Uh, actually, we haven't done it yet, but uh, as you've been hearing this episode, we will have done it. And guys, it went great. <laughs> it went so good. That Spider-Man uh, live episode was so much fun to do. Thank you for Screenland Armor for having us out. Man, all those twists in that Spider-Man movie, can you guys believe it? Who we boy. We <laughs> don't want to talk spoilers, but that one scene. Mm-hmm. 
And then it went to the other? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Wow. Oh, sorry, I peeked. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Very soft who. Can I say, as a Spider-Man mega fan, um, Mysterio is probably one of my least favorite characters. His special power is special effects. Right. Which I just think is so lame. Just the idea of putting that into a movie and doing it well, um, very odd to me. Are you nervous? little bit. So I know nothing about Mysterio except for that um, he looks to me like the coolest Spider-Man villain. He looks the coolest to you? I can't name <laughs> He's a He's wearing cool... like a purple and green outfit with a cape. That's the weird thing to me is that not is a lot of... Is it because you like the chain? Sorry. <laughs> I think... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Marvel like villains and heroes did a good job of avoiding capes. And he's one of the only characters that has a full-blown cape, which just immediately makes him way too corny for yeah. me. I, Doctor, but Doctor I appreciate a, a good cape. Doctor Strange's cape is like yeah. a it, different kind of cape. His cape though. is like the, the carpet yeah. in Aladdin. Like it right. has a mind of its oh, own. Oh, it right. is. Yeah, good call. Yeah, it's a utility. It's not just a it's fancy sentient. thrill. Yeah. So can or you can you name a better-looking Spider-Man villain? I can name probably 50. Yeah, better right. looking? Like better-looking like, like handsome? Jake Gyllenhaal better-looking? <laughs> oh, so there's that. There's that element, which... I would, no. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I think he looks beautiful. Um, uh, Paul Giamatti as the rhino was <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> um, good call. Get a little soft too for him. Uh, Donald Glover played the Prowler in uh, Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Well, he wasn't necessarily a Prowler at that moment, but mm-hmm. it, it's hinted at. Yep. And Donald Glover is a piece of cake I want to <laughs> eat. Uh, so is 126 Hours guy. James Sully Franco. Sully, that's a Sully, good Sully, Sully, point. Yeah, that's a good point. James Franco. Um, who's really Jonathan name is Franco. Sullison, I believe. He was the pilot that landed the plane upside down. <laughs> Did you say Jonathan in, Franco? In the Hubs. Because everyone knows that that's what James is short for. <laughs> yeah. What is going on with you? <laughs> Jonathan Franco. Okay. <laughs> Me and Jonathan are on a level of friendship that is far beyond calling him James. All right. Okay. The. Uh, the emergency truck vehicle came. It helped our car crash. It <laughs> pulled the train back on the rails. Okay. And now we're back. <laughs> we got, we recovered. Uh, this is 100 episodes, and we uh, will have done Spider-Man. Um, it was amazing, as Greg already said. And uh, we're going to record for 100 minutes, I think. Uh, hopefully, I mean, we're, we're going to record more. I, than I don't think we'll minutes. have any problem speaking for 100 minutes. <laughs> no, we a little behind the scenes for you guys, which we love to give. That's kind of what this episode or this show's all about, is like behind the scenes shit. Is uh, <laughs> we we uh, <laughs> we often record over 100 minutes anyway. So who, who yeah, the really. hell cares? Um, if you think we should do a Patreon and give you all of that stuff for free <laughs> uh, or, or to pay, then let us know. I guess. Um, <laughs> if you want, I don't know. I don't God, know. What a what a salesman. Let us know, I guess. <laughs> Please. Um, okay. If this is your first time turning in, tuning into uh, First Issue Club, then you have come to the wrong place. <laughs> Check out ninety nine <laughs> and yes. then come to one hundred. <laughs> there are ninety nine other entry points. And speaking of entry points, that's the only type of comic book we read on this podcast. Is first issues. We review them when we talk about them, and we read them with you in what we like to consider a reading club. And we try to lead you through uh, what we call the muddy and sometimes murky world that is the comic book landscape. So that's the pitch, the the, the old one-two on what you would normally get. Um, but uh, here, you're going to get a bunch of other uh, bullshit that is not the normal way we do um, comic books. There was some cool comic books that came out this week. Um, Canto, which I believe was on... 
what publisher? I don't even know. Uh, yeah. It's getting a little buzz. It's like a little dude that has a sword, I think, or a lance. He looks crazy. And um, some other stuff. Samurai Grandpa. Steel Cage. Yep. From Ahoy. Ahoy. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff to check out. We're not going to review it here. It doesn't mean that good stuff didn't happen, um, which is what you could say about it. You could use that mantra for anything. Like I guess like if you um, you have a significant other and you don't see them for a while, you can't assume good stuff didn't happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why are you, you away from your significant other for so long? Are <laughs> you, you don't see them war? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, so back on track and uh, now to get off track, I guess, for the whole episode, for a whole, for 100 <laughs> yeah. minutes of, uh, of off track. Let's get back on track to say that we're about to go off off track. <laughs> yeah. If you're somebody like from my family that you just like listen to the top of the uh, episode and then don't actually, you skip like the reviews or something like that, or if you just like people talking, if you just like people from the Midwest just gabbing, <laughs> then this podcast for you. There's also a lot of other podcasts for you that they do exactly that, uh, but this one's going to just tickle you uh, right where you live. So, um, <laughs> what a strange way to describe us. <laughs> Wherever you are at, we we'll will find you, you and we'll tickle you <laughs> right where you live. <laughs> There's a bowl of sugar in the middle of the table that we're all just eating spoonfuls yeah. of, right? Just to keep us going throughout the episode. <laughs> did, it just did a I lot of tricks. Slap <laughs> Uh, okay, um, so we got a new thing, or not a new thing, an only thing. Um, we, we set up a call board for uh, First Issue Club today, and we're letting some callers call in live. Now, um, I don't... I don't, know, I don't run the technical end of how you would have known about this call-in, but so we have some real um, interesting callers that have come well, through. Well, we told them to call ahead of time. Oh, that's, yeah, sorry. I'm forgetting how I have this whole, yeah. the board <laughs> is lit up, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we told them all to call at the same time, so we have about eight of them to get through. Yeah, well, we're in some behind the scenes damage control there. Mike, who do we have coming up first? Uh, first up, we have um, the uh, he made it a couple episodes uh, for a handful of time. Um, it was uh, a character that we know made it in a comic book too, as well. Uh, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss, are you, are you on the line? Hello, hello, it's me, the puss. Snaggle, how are you? Great to be. Congratulations, you guys, on a hundred episodes. I'm so proud to call you my friends and be part of the family of First Issue Club. Oh, that Snaggle. That means so much. That's so nice of you to say. How have you, how have you been? Oh, you know me. I've been great. Have you Tooting been... and booting around town like <laughs> I always do. You scamp. Yeah. <laughs> have you been doing any shows lately? I know you uh, gotten onto the Broadway scene a little bit. Well, it's true. I do like to pipe up my little voice to my own horn when I can. Now, is it true you uh, scored a role in Hamilton? You know... Yeah, let's let's let the proverbial myself out of the bag, <laughs> right? Um, I am a member of the new Hamilton cast. It's true. Oh my God, that is huge news, Snaggle. I love Broadway, and it's great to be finally not quite off Broadway, but directly on it. Yes, you are. Well, uh, who are you playing? Are you Alexander Hamilton, or are you? Uh, you know, they, they added a new character for me. They did. Oh, yeah, what an it's, honor! It's true. I'm. 
I'm Alexander Hamilton's baby boy. <laughs> wow. That, is that the character's name? No, you know, he does have a son in the typical run of Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. But we thought maybe we'd spice it up a little bit and make it fun of for kids. Yeah. So, well, he, yeah. so you play the baby boy That's right. version of his son. I play the baby boy version of his son. Now, the baby boy, does he have like a, a pivotal role in the in the in the play or is he just kind of you like a bit thing I think there's something that's just it's so serious that show right yeah well like, it's a big part of American let's history let's make it a little more fun with some goo goo ga ga so I thought the hip hop was already providing that for the show right so you're saying you're adding more of like a an elementary element yeah, I mean, for the kids I don't know that I would call uh, the genre of music hip hop fun it's just a way of well, creating music uh, true, but it's more for a younger audience. I mean, you take a you take, I don't know. You take a a, a subject such as American history. It's kind of heady, kind of complex, and you you merge it with a popular culture of hip hop. I mean, that gets butts and seats. I don't see how. You... So isn't it in the spirit of Hamilton naturally then to bring a baby boy in? You know, I'm and kind keep of keep it young and fun. I I, I know we don't want to do any. Um... Any spoilers? Because this will be previously unseen to audiences. Correct. But, but could you give us maybe a little sneak preview? Of oh, one of that your, would be delightful. One of your... I have been dying <laughs> for you guys to ask me just that. Ladies I'm and gentlemen, so glad to have found myself in this situation. <laughs> what a treat for the first time ever! Snagglepuss playing the role of Alexander Hamilton's baby boy. What's 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 the, the name song? of the song? Yeah, the song's called. <laughs> Declaring independence. Ooh, okay. So for mm. your Love that. viewing enjoyment, declaring Not viewing, in, but listening yes. enjoyment, excuse yeah. me, declaring yeah. independence. Snaggle. Oh, the life I lead in my little baby crib. <laughs> my mom puts on me my tiny baby bib. Mm. And I want to get out and see the world declare independence from my crib. Oh, baby, I want to be free, live independently, take a trip to see the sea. Oh, boy, it's fun, you know. Washington's here and I'm ready to go. Jumping on my play and stay, I can't imagine another day <laughs> in my crib at the teat, drinking all I can, scrapping to this beat. Oh, boy, it's Snagglepuss. Damn it, it's not Snagglepuss. You know what? I have, I'm having a hard time. Okay, it's all right. It's all that right. Was, his, his, I, that was amazing. Dude, it was great that you just you just like got the uh, lines recently and were able to memorize them. You know what? They, well, he's a professional. I think I've imp- I improv that a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, now, do you that do was, that? In every show. Do you improv a little bit in every show? No, no, no. There's just certain spoilers. Would you call this the revenge for the musical Cats? Like, I've heard your frustration before where humans were playing cross-species and maybe this is you getting back at them. That's a great question. Isn't this at the heart of it? Uh, This has always been a bit of a hard topic for me, Budget King. But I... I think it's time to break my silence and speak up for the felines who look up to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't... It's it's atro- it's atrocious for people to be wearing cat face uh, up to this <laughs> day still, and and I think it's about time we, <laughs> that we cast more cats 
Hey, Snagglepuss, you have been you have you have been really great today. Okay. Um, I've enjoyed you. We're gonna cut you off, but sure. you can you can talk to our well, operator. Think, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. We're gonna have to get you a platform to speak out about this. I think it's a I really big issue. They, thank you for too big me this for platform today. yeah. I'm really happy that you broke your silence. I I am too, and I'll do more for my community in the future. <laughs> okay, we're gonna roll some footage. We're gonna have you go away. Okay, okay. Snagglepuss is off. <laughs> He's done. He's Goodbye, his line's cut. Wait, nothing. I'm still here. His line. Hit the other button. Okay, okay sorry. You, you gotta hit the other button. I can hear you. <laughs> All right, now he's cut. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay. <laughs> that was. I don't know how we're gonna top that. This I don't. Next, yeah. This um, next friend better bring their <laughs> A game. Okay. okay yeah. Uh, yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> This was uh, good for him though for speaking out. That took yeah. a lot of. Uh, I guess you're right. Bravery. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is gonna be. This is different than I thought it would go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> In what way? Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. I'd imagine. I'd this imagine. is about what I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Nothing more. Nothing less. But I'm I'm pleased as punch. Well, this next caller is everybody's favorite roommate and everybody's least favorite statue. We've got Gop. Gop, can you hear us? Uh, yes, guys. Gop, Gop, how have you been? I've returned to the club. How, uh, what's new for you? I mean, we haven't spoken in a couple years. I think that's since the last Halloween special. Yeah, that, that sounds about right, I think. Oh. But I've been watching my figure. I've got to avoid the carbs a bit. I understand. I like to look like I'm cut from stone, as I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know gargoyles could gain weight, but anyway, carry on. It's true, we can. I've got a little bit of a pouch every once in a while. <laughs> a little poochie pouch. Oh. <laughs> a poochie pouch. A little bit of cushing mm-hmm. for my cushing. <laughs> uh... So, so Gop, this has been uh, this has been exhilarating. Well, wait, hold on, Gop. Uh, how has your life changed since you've been on the podcast? I know you've been on a couple times. Have you gotten any recognition on the street? Have you uh, signed any new endorsement deals? Well, I, you know, I could say that typically I've had my head in the clouds a little bit. But. It's true that I've I've been getting a little more action uh, from the press lately. Have from since having been on your show, right? That uh, I've gotten a sitcom. Actually, no. you've gotten a sitcom. My relationship with the dreaded Derek has led to a show on a cable network uh, that's just started a streaming service. Oh that's my gosh! Wow. So I have an exclusive show on. Hallmark's streaming Lovers Channel. Yes. All right. What's the show called? I mean, I'm 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 on pins and needles. Are here. you in the dreaded Derek to be love interests, or is this? No, no, okay. no. <clears throat> uh, it's it's a bit of an odd couple sort of situation. I see. Uh-huh. I'm into that. We've Derek can't get off his ass to learn lines, so <laughs> we've cast Derek, and I'll be playing Wait. myself. Go. Yeah. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. What's it called? You keep skirting around the issue. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe the show isn't in full development right now. Well, uh, it's, it's on the Lovers Derek's Network, fault. though, right? So That's, I, if I had to guess, I don't, I don't necessarily like the title. It's tentatively, it's been called Derek's Life. Oh no! Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a slight! I, it sounds like Derek is getting their recognition. This, you know, it reads like that to me too. And really, I, I consider myself quite the thespian and. I yeah, natural talent like yours. Yeah, well, yeah. I the cadence forgot, you have. What was your country of origin? 
Earth. <laughs> That's that is not a country. Oh, but... I'm sorry. It, <laughs> no, uh, Pangea. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, uh, oh, the, the sub, dawn of time. I forgot. Sub, yeah. yeah, the subterranean stone. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but you may remember that I am a mere forty-one. <laughs> That's correct. You're very, you're very young, young. Gargoyle. I was imbued with sentience. You know, God, some these 41 are, years ago. These are the salad days for you. I say just really show mm-hmm. them what you've got to give on Derek's life. And I, I you know, that that's probably going to come to right, a spinoff, if, you, if not correct. more Thank you, queen. theatrical I stand opportunities. A queen. Thank you. <laughs> if young that's Sheldon okay. can get a spinoff from Big Bang, there's no reason why <laughs> Gop can't get one from Derek's life. That's the pep talk I needed, and I knew you at First Issue Club, my dear, dear friends, would be here for me. So, Gop, it has been nice. It has been real, but we have another caller on the line. Um, take care of you. I, you know, hope you reach your dreams. Yes. Ba, ba, booey, ba, ba, booey. <laughs> he, he got us. <laughs> Cut the line. Cut the line. He got us with that, that famed <laughs> 90s reference. He got us. Oh, um, God, we, so many famous... Um, friends now. I know. I yeah. love it. And we started it here at First Issue Club. So if, if you want to be famous, then this is the place to come. Um, just let us know. Yeah. Happy uh, to launch any successful career in Broadway or Hallmark. Or anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anything anything that you want to do better, just come on our podcast <laughs> and we guarantee, that's the First Issue Club, the Fick guarantee, you'll be famous in a matter of episodes. <laughs> And next up, from everybody's favorite country, hell, we have. <laughs> what do you? Quick question: Do you guys yeah. know what countries are? <laughs> I have a loose understanding. That, that tracks. Uh, oh, it's the podcast oh, demon. God, <laughs> hey, you sons of bitches! It's me. Well, <laughs> how the hell did you even get a phone? Fuck you, Greg. I've got plenty of phones. Listen here, you piece of shit. You've whoa, been ruining my life for the last two years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, you have been use your bubble breath like we talked about. We're gonna get through this. Podcast demon, you have been a thorn in our side, and I hope that you've been going through some real torment. Is well, is that how you talk to the guy who loaned you the fudge mansion that you've been ungratefully staying in for several, several years now? Listen, well, you when burned it down. Episodes, you burned it down. I don't remember what better than fondue. <laughs> living in fondue. <laughs> Typically, when someone loans you something, they don't make your life utter shit. How, how's the rent? How do you feel about the rent? Oh, I don't know. All of our shit's gone. <laughs> Everything we ever lived for. There's a dead baby under the floorboards, for God's Sounds sake. Sounds pretty kick-ass to a demon. <laughs> God, well, why did we even sign that contract in blood? This is I, a fucking yes. joke. Well, you know, straight out of a movie, should have known better. You deleted one of our episodes, for God's sake. This is true. <laughs> this is that true. was a terrible experience. Now, that yeah, sent me into I, a depression. Normally, I think letting your episodes out is enough punishment, enough to you guys, <laughs> that you fuck it up yourselves I see, and it's I, embarrassing. Oh, right. oh, yeah, but you had yeah, one yeah. good one that I had to let go. Hey, have you snaked <laughs> your way into any other podcast, The Torment, or, like, or is it just ours? Ever heard of Can City? No! <laughs> And I've forgotten it. Oh, well, I think part of the deal I made with you guys is that you would be the best uh, podcast in whatever godforsaken city you found yourself yeah, in. Yeah, we're idiots. Yeah. I know that it was uh-huh. And I ultimately made sure that they were canceled. We did a dance with the devil, and it didn't pay out for us. Right. Also, we won, and nothing happened. Also, Joe Rogan, ever heard of that podcast? Ah, yeah. see, I was wondering if you would name drop. I'm in Rogan's ear a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and who else? I mean, good God. I'm, did you I'm make Did you res- make Alon smoke pot? 
I'm mostly responsible for any existential crises you might hear during their drug-induced uh, trips that they might have. Oh, so you're the reason why Grimes is dating Elon Musk. Elon. Is it Elon? I think it's Elon. Elon? <laughs> I think it's Elon. Ah, either way. Like, I think he wants to be ah. more computer than anything. Pod, <laughs> podcast demon. Is that right? Elon or Elon? Can confirm Elon. Fuck! <laughs> God, you're terrible. <laughs> I got him some outer space kush that sent him straight into the fucking heavens. That's right? why he's going around confirming things, I heard. Hey, podcast demon, we actually, uh, to everybody's disappointment, including ours, need to move on a little bit. Can you just give us one more take? What are your thoughts on anti-vaxxers? Baby... You know that I started the anti-vac campaign. Oh, yeah, you, you piece yeah, of I shit. thought so. Right from the heart of my stone you, cold asshole. You right. have ruined Jessica Beale and you've corrupted her mind. The only Here's, thing that people hate more, the anti-vaxxers, is the podcast demon. What were we going to say, Caitlin? Uh, what what have you? How has this podcast uh, helped you, or um, I guess what or hurt the, you? Has this podcast yeah, yeah. hurt you? I would What's, be elated. Catapulted <laughs> you to fame. <laughs> well, my my main goal in life is to make people suffer. So you you guys have actually eased my burden a little bit there. You piece of shit. <laughs> fuck you, Greg. Get the fu- cut his line. He's Get getting, the fuck out. Of here. He's out. He's, He's out. Getting, He's out. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, well, this caller board has been super successful so far. I've, I recommend well, it to any for other three, podcast for that are at a hundred episodes. Um, and so, uh, do we we have more callers, or do we go to a next segment? You know what? I think we'll take. I'm tired of taking so much shit, yeah. and, <laughs> and I haven't been able to talk that much while we've had callers, and it's kind of making my throat sore. The weird thing that happened, <laughs> have, Mike. Yeah, your throat. Have you stayed quiet weak, for a little weakened. bit? Yeah. I think Santa Claus, who we didn't put on the line, but was on the line, had tied you up and put you in the corner for that period of time, right? Oh my God! <laughs> wow. So he was here in person too. He didn't. Yeah, he came back once. I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We had Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Santa, sh- are you on the line? Oh, ho, ho, ho. oh. You don't know it's your bad boy, Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa, you rascal. Coming in. I've got some downtime in the middle of the summer while I've got the elves hard at work back at the North Pole. Wait, back at the North Pole? Where are you in, Where are you now? Where are you calling Malibu, from? Malibu, baby. Wow. Oh, little Mally. vacay. I love to get my skin a little caramel during the summertime. Is, so it's just you and Miss Claus down there kind of just soaking up some sun? That's right, that's right. So, Santa Claus, what's the, the next hot toy going to be this year for, for 2019? Oh, yeah. The next hot toy is going to be inflatable vases. Inflatable vases? Blow them up to whatever size you want and keep whatever the fuck in them. I don't know. <laughs> That's actually a pretty cool idea, Santa. I guess. I mean, I don't have much say in these things anymore. When they do come to me with ideas, I kind of just free associate and, you know, Kenna puts their logo on it. Bing, bang, boom, we got a hit. <laughs> so could you, can you get us a couple as like a gift? Like, because, you know, you've Stand been... Stand in line at Target with all the other wackos, oh, Come on. <laughs> you know what, Santa, you're a friend of the show. You're calling in, for God's sake. You What's can't help us out Santa, with some... Santa, is I don't even remember opening up your line. Hey, Santa's got a lot of friends, okay? <laughs> I've got friends on the boards letting me in. I've got friends at Target. I've got everybody asking me for fucking toys, okay? <laughs> Don't think that you're special and you're going to cut in line and get some inflatable vases, okay? All right, toy jockey, we got to go, okay? All right, bye, baba, booey, baba. Oh, not again! Oh, no, cut his line, cut his line. (laughs) 
Okay, so we had a lot of fun talking to some friends, some famous friends now. And uh, what I thought uh, I might do as, as we transition out of this thing is take a little look back, take a little listen back, and see how our first episode... Uh, just see how it went, I guess. <laughs> it's been a while since any of us had listened and just to see what's changed or um, just the differences in how we've grown. I'm nervous. Are you? Yeah. You think it's going to be <laughs> or great or bad <laughs> or strange? So, so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't expect it to be good. <laughs> uh, are you guys up for it? Yeah. I think so. All right. I'm ready for yeah. this. I'm <laughs> mentally prepared, I think. Finally. Roll that beautiful <laughs> bean footage. All right. Yeah. So how this is going to work is we're going to play the footage underneath us, and then we're going to talk over it. Um, so this is a great format for audio. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, let's, yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Take a walk down memory lane with First Issue Club. All right. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the first episode. new funky music that we used to have. <laughs> when, when did we have this music? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> really weird. Discuss all of the hype's number one comic books that come out. I like it. If you are a person, first of all, you're already like way more organized in the beginning. And if you are a person that shops at your local, then we are now. Then we are now. Right. Yeah. How did we lose it so quickly? But do you, do you remember that this? I have. I remember this vividly. This took us like twenty times. Yeah. What do they do? Well, what do they do? Internet. They'll type twitter.com their internet search thing. Search thing. Hey, you know, Greg hasn't changed. Yeah. Nope. We're still, uh, yeah, we're still relying on our social promotions. So. Oh yeah. First How? issue club is a bunch of rowdy comic book nerds, and we'll get to introducing who we are. But why are we talking about number one? Oh yeah. So you guys want to know about why? why mission I, statement. Why I did this? Um, I taught a class on podcasts, and the first thing that you have to do is like prove your value. So I was like, oh, let's put that in our podcast. Let's tell them why we're experts. <laughs> we have to do that. It really I, was heavy on proving ourselves because yeah. we just thought it was such a good idea that it was like over like seeking over validation for tell us this was a good idea because we thought it was. Think about this like in my mind I'm like oh yeah we need a Episode one needs to really show people how much we know about yeah, comics. People are going to listen to this from the beginning in perpetuity, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's something check our that credentials. Like, dies and is irrelevant a week later. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised my answer to why I liked first issues was first appearances. Right. Really? I didn't think would have been my answer two years ago. Contact, just pick up the books that you want. Why? I don't know. I feel like I got more into like cor- yeah. being corny collector guy. Yeah, yeah. Over oh, okay. the last two years, uh, we've been doing okay. this. Yeah. yeah. What would you recommend? Well, two years of just picking up firsts changes why you like them. It's true. It's edge with just as many books are coming out weekly, so that's why we're here. Which is also crazy that there is that many number one. Oh yeah, I remember having to prove like tell people like well, hey, why they should be listening. Well, that there's that, but like I don't do this anymore. But I used to be like. Did you guys know how many number ones get oh, yeah. released like each week or whatever? Yeah. Well, just last week, somebody asked me, do they still make comic books? <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah. you, could, you could go ahead and rule that person out no. as, a, as a listener. Well, no, she actually asked if she could listen to it. Okay. Um, they had a drive ahead of him, and I was like, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, she knows the movies. <laughs> That's good, yeah. yeah. They make comic books and uh, water still available as a consumable <laughs> liquid. <laughs> I bet there are some things that I would be shocked to learn are still going yeah, that have true. a huge fan base. Are Beanie Babies still being, being made? Probably. Yeah, I see them in gas stations when I go on road trips. Okay. In gas stations? That yeah. would have been something I would have not been sure about, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. I'm a comic addict, and I am proud of that. <laughs> oh, God. I am Caitlin Morosik. Oh, Caitlin, hey. I am a newer comics reader and lover. I don't even I remember what I said. Kansas City nonprofit. And not I'm anymore. A musician. Oh, yeah. We said our jobs. Oh, wow. I forgot we said, like, what we did. <laughs> it, it, do we I were sound like, this happier? Give us some authority. <laughs> yeah. Do I sound happier? We're, we're interviewing for <laughs> yeah, this did, podcast. Wait, that's important. Like, it, yeah, does Caitlin sound happier at that job? You know, <laughs> oh, how young I was! <laughs> naive, young and naive. Dropped off comic books for a while. So when I came back into it, maybe six, seven years ago, we actually talked about this on our uh, chain today. Text chain. Yeah. yeah. How bizarre is that? Yeah. <laughs> I had a like a hiatus from comics for a while. I got into. Tough, independent comics tough five years. <laughs> Lonely five years. <laughs> but, hey, but hey, Papa's got to eat. <laughs> and by day, I am a graphic designer. Ooh. Yeah. Um, what were you I by a, night? I have a way better superhero, duh. Oh, you have a better uh, title now. I have a way better title now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what 100 episodes will do to you. <laughs> That's exactly right. Young kid. My parents were divorced. Oh, God. That oh, same sad story. Oh, that old yeah. yeah. story. Origin story. We yeah. get it. Your blah, parents blah, are divorced. Yep. Idiot. Mm-hmm. We, got a, we got a member whose fucking father my died. Why am I giving my <laughs> divorce bullshit? <laughs> That's what led me into comics, a dead father. God. Who cares divorced? If, if your family isn't divorced, then you're an idiot. You have probably have a worse situation. Oh, Your parents are faking love. <laughs> I don't think they are. And I'm going to fight you on it. I'm just joking. Your father is literally the most like <laughs> bearing example of charming love I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. This is really precious though, when, like listening in like how much. Oh, oh, that was the first one. The first, let's get it started. So I am going to be talking about the realm. It is we just winged that, right? And then we're like, let's keep it. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. get it started. Right. Yeah. Jeremy Hahn. Yeah. I actually told Jeremy Hahn when we interviewed him that we he was the first book we covered on our podcast. See, I would have totally for, I totally forgot what book we covered. Yeah, me too. I, I thought for some reason that this one was the test one. What books do we do for the test one? Um, we did like Dark Ark, right? Or is that on this? That, no, that's like on a full episode. What did we do for the test? We did a Venom book. Yeah. Before Venom was good. Yeah, I remember there was a motorcycle <laughs> in the cover. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it was bad, whatever it was. Let's get this podcast started. There's I remember so the, vocal, the vocal fry we used to do. There's so much detail in our um, reviews. Yeah, because that was another concept we thought, which I'm glad we left off, was like, okay, if people don't read the comic book, they yeah. have to know everything that happens yeah. to do it so mm-hmm. that we're not leaving anybody out. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just described what the cover looked like. That's what just happened. <laughs> Turn the page. Yeah. <laughs> The, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to see some words and at the bottom, walking, small print, it's walking. an ad. <laughs> <laughs> the feel of the paper is nice. <laughs> the barcode number is... <laughs> I feel like we thought we were reporters. Yeah. It's like very precious how we were just like formally introducing ourselves. <laughs> Hello world, here we are. Here's our mission statement. <laughs> <And> <laughs> First issue club reporting on the realm. 
<laughs> Breaking news, comic books are real. We're going to be millionaires. <laughs> so let's do it right. Yeah. Super team of a couple soldiers and a couple scientists. Yep, so still, still describing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever would have made it this far. <laughs> right now, it's like two sentences on a whole book, and that's it. Uh-huh. And it's like free format. Yeah. Maybe this is a good time. We didn't even talk about this, but we are we happen to be broadcasting out of Kansas City. Yes. Uh, big oh, Kansas yeah. City, Missouri fans. Yeah. And this, and this huge book, Kansas City, Missouri. Like the biggest. Like, <laughs> you'll, like you we love Kansas City. Hard pressed to find four That's people insane. in a room that don't yeah, love Kansas City more than us. I think they're going to create, this band Me Like Bees is going to create a soundtrack to. Oh, can we follow up on this? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jerks. Didn't they shaft us? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the After we just said how much we loved Kansas And we were obviously somebodies with some clout <laughs> yeah. on our first podcast promoting them. them. Yeah. Couldn't even get a retweet. They wouldn't, yeah, ne- I even like, it, I'm, I'm happy to say this now. I'm, I'm glad we're going to air this. I don't, I don't really care for that band. <laughs> I never did. I was the never, truth comes out. I was never, I, never that into them. I did. I saw them a couple you times did? and I like, I remember liking them, but they're not my thing. But I respect that they're local and they're hardworking people. I like tweeted at them and I was like, "Can't wait for your new song with the next like uh, issue." They stopped doing it. Like they just like dropped off. And I was like, "Because you tweeted them, they were like this fucking guy." No, I think they stopped because nobody cared. I was the only guy that cared, and they couldn't even pay me enough attention to say, "Don't worry, guy." I got them a fucking interview at the station. At the, oh, did you really? They, yeah, they they them and Jeremy Hahn like came on and like oh, talked right. about their stuff like. But couldn't pay me. Jeremy Hahn's a great person, but yeah, we love him. <laughs> me like bees is fine, but <laughs> just because just because somebody didn't retweet, you're dude, speaking in anger. There's <laughs> no reason to get mad about something, but I have a lot of pent up aggression. <laughs> Dwell much? I'm not really sure. So there is a ton going on. Caitlin's monologue is still We're still going. discussing it is still what the book happening. is. It's Yikes. still happening. Yeah, we'd just be full-blown free association goofing around by this point. It was mm-hmm. much more reading Rainbow th- than, than it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that we should go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard it described like that, but I loved reading Rainbow. So Me too. Yeah. Me too. I need more Maybe of that's that what moment. we need our YouTube videos to be. We should not be talking mm-hmm. about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's actually brainstorm how to do this. Wait, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> On our 100th yeah. episode. <laughs> how do we make ourselves better? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, do you guys I hate your I'm voice less? I mean, now that you hear your voice every week. Guy, uh, yeah, I mean, I I never really hated it to begin with. I always thought I had a charming voice. <laughs> there are things that I hate about listening to myself. My voice isn't one of those things. Okay, I thought that like it was pretty unanimous that most people when they hear started hearing their voice, they were like, "Oh, my voice sounds like that." Ugh. Yeah, I think that's true. It's pretty jarring at first. I do. I do think like. Every time I hear my voice, I'm like, oh, that's the pathetic voice that I give people. But I've now I'm just kind of arrived at that being like, I'm okay with that being the beta voice, the, pathe- the beta pathetic the beta voice. voice. Yeah. Oh. I, I think for, for having three guys on a podcast, I think my voice is like luckily a little different than your two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you guys have more like typical dude voices. And I think mine is a little more, like, hey, it's Mike. But it's easier to differentiate listening-wise. Yeah. But you, I think that the first job that he does, he gets oh, paid man. in. Uh, yeah. What you've, you've described your voice to us before back, as, like, 
gun for hire. I don't even know. You've given it good descriptions, though. You said people have said, like, you sound like ethnic or something like that, right? Me? Is that right? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Is that, not Is that right? an Italian joke? I don't even know if, that, if that's um, true or not. A lot of people ask me where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't sound like I'm from the Midwest. I think. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Eth- by ethnic, I meant East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I pick a little bit of that up, and there's certain things that I say that yeah. I sound like that. Enriched. This is another thing that we were doing then. We like we'd get really specific about this thing that happened in the book. What? Oh, cool. Oh, new music? Yeah, and we're done. I'm doing an intro already. That was quick. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, boy. I went one and right into another. Oh, you told them you were big Marvel fans? Kind of a new jumping on point under a new creative team. Well, and we did three books back in the day. Yeah, we used to do three books. That was too much. Very strategic from Marvel because Hulu... Has a runaway show. Oh, Runaways. Runaways. Wow. Totally. Yeah. So long okay. ago. Yeah. This is, we had no idea if who, if Runaways was going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. Now it's like on its third season. <laughs> That's crazy. I liked it. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was good. It was crazy. Uh, talk about how much you guys like used to prepare for the show compared oh. to like now. Well, I will still bring in... Descriptions. You, Caitlin sometimes. writes like notes and things. Yeah, but um, it's also because oh god, I, I would have papers. Yeah, I used yeah. to bring my laptop to every show. Yeah, you did. And I would like write the highlights of every book for me, and then try to write down some themes of the book, and then come up with questions yes. to ask yes. you guys if there yep. was like downtime in conversation. And now I literally read a comic and then come in and talk to you guys about it. Right. Mm-hmm. I used to get super nervous, like. <laughs> If we if I said something wrong on air and people were just like gonna call us out and yeah. now I just don't give a fuck like I just do what you do I read and then I'm like okay now I have to go record a show sometimes Greg will give me a look in his eyes that I'm like not sure if he read <laughs> when we're on our way here and sometimes he's like I'll figure it out <laughs> there were yeah there were times where Greg would just like tap out of a conversation yeah. and then pipe in every once in a while and I'd be like, Greg did not read yeah. this comic. Oh no. There was only one time where I was like, uh, yeah, Greg didn't read it. Was, is that true? Is there, was, was there at least one time? Oh, there's at least like five times. Okay, okay. That's the, so good. The, That's so good. The That's funny th- thing is though, is, or not, I guess the funny thing, that is the funny thing, but he reads so, he like skims so much. I think you, you get into every single thing you buy every week, which is just a ton. Mm-hmm. Even oh, if you're not I don't reading even them in depth. Close to that, but he does. I don't know, yeah. like, so I, I, I forgive yeah. you for not reading the books we cover. Man, that, I guess that I makes know. me feel That's like a piece of shit. But Mike told me too; he's read everything he owns. I yeah. don't even, not even close. To have I read everything I own? Which is like kind of the epitome of what a comic book collector is. Like we, everyone has that stack of books that they've never read. Mm-hmm. They always claim they're going to get to, but just will never read. When I go on trips, I almost have to carry a whole other suitcase of just like bo- like tons of comic books that I'm like, okay, now's the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. the same way. And your two-year-old daughter says, ah, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. Like the, the new Thanos run, I'm just like, okay. Oh, from Teeny Howard? Yeah, I just got the book three and I'm just like, 
I'm gonna sit down and read it all, like, cause I'm I'm behind now already. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I just read it actually number three before I came over. It's weird. So can we talk about that for a second? Did anyone read number I mean, three? No. Yeah, I mean, we're on a Marvel segment on the. <laughs> yeah, so might as well review another book. I was gonna book. say, yeah, yeah. Are we gonna now review another book? <laughs> yeah. We might, as well, of... we might as well review a not a first issue <laughs> while we're reviewing the first issue. I'm not gonna review it, but I had some questions because. Uh, she has these mechanical arms and legs now. Uh huh. Is that oh, she Anna? being Gamora? Gamora does. I didn't think she had robotic parts. I thought that was um, just her sister, Nebula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I read that. And I was like, well, this is an interesting take. I kind of thought supposed that to be an too. origin story too. Right. Yeah, which is even more confusing. So I don't know if it's going to turn into something more or mm-hmm. what. But I thought that was uh, unique. But other than that, it was great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always been a great a book. Yeah. Get a tanny. I think we just explained what a trade was. Oh, yeah. Good. We were, we were doing really good job of being inviting and inclusive. Yes, very good. Yeah. To newbies. And a we've tra- thrown that aside. So my uh, once, <laughs> <laughs> my dad my dad's, uh, said, and this is a totally legit question, he was like, so, wait, are you, I don't understand, are you reviewing comic books or books? Because you keep on saying books. And I, I was always like, call comics books. Yeah. And that's that is actually a great clarifying question. Yeah. Where it's like the shorthand for a comic book is just books. Instead of comic. I just yeah. said, so Runaways number one starts with. That's how long we just did amp up back history on the Runaways. <laughs> huh. we, were pro- we were probably like, Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, we love Brian K. Vaughn. Everything. He's like the king of comics. I actually books. think we did and do we that. And we worship yeah. him. Yeah. That's totally what we did. and th- It might have been <laughs> for were... me just because he's mm-hmm. like one of the three writers I know right now. <laughs> Can we please talk about, about him? Yeah. We probably gave you the height and power of every character of the Runaways. <laughs> the height? <laughs> the agility. Yes, their weight. Age. Agility. Physical. color. Yeah. We used you got to know their stats We first. used to be so big into saying like, oh, we can't cover this like new run of such and such comic without having given you a comprehensive back history of everything this character's ever done, which was, like, so not needed. (laughs) So you're welcome, I guess? Or did you want that? I don't... Yeah, I don't know if people liked that or wanted that. If It's something where I felt like we got to flex a little bit with our comic book knowledge. True. But at the same, better to do that up front, I guess. Yeah, but at the same time, I like I liked the show always being a little more. Um, we're on the same page with readers that we could just have a conversation about the book, regardless of whether like you are well accustomed to the character or not, and hash out how well you know it later. Yeah, there's things that we learned like 10, 20 episodes in, like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I guess we don't. We'll never know which which one works better. <laughs> but we've gone with the the method of not doing yeah, we, that. We've stuck with this one. <laughs> I'll say like Nico's power set in Runaways is still one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, things. Just the rules to it. Yeah. are what makes it so mm-hmm. cool. She doesn't. It's not like a. That's so original. <laughs> yeah, it it is g- cool how it's like uh, restrained. Like it yeah. like is very limited. I was thinking about that. Did you guys watch the new season of Jessica Jones? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a. Ca- I don't do period pieces. There's oh a. Oh ca- my god. It's set in modern times. <laughs> yeah. What was that all about? Is it period pieces? <laughs> <laughs> what? I have no clue. Oh, it was set in 2018. I don't do period pieces. It was pieces. filmed yesterday. <laughs> Too old. Um, 
Jesus <laughs> Do you mean because it's noir? There we go. Oh, That's a genre, oh, yeah, not even a time genre. I don't do genres. Sorry. I, I like nothing. <laughs> I like vanilla. <laughs> but there's Sorry, a, was that too ethnic? <laughs> East Coast, you mean? Yeah. Enriched. <laughs> Enriched. Just oh, Hell's Kitchen? That's way far, far yeah. too no, ethnic no, for no, me. No, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, None for me, thanks. Yeah, Sorry. Ex- what were uh, you going so to I say? Was gonna so say. I misunderstood what Jessica Jones was. <laughs> assume me. Yeah, there's <laughs> anybody who should know what it is, it's <laughs> the one of the hosts of like this podcast. You You're know. supposed to be like the comic book guy in the city. <laughs> right. Um, so there's a character in that show whose superpower is that he gets headaches around dirtbags. And the bigger of a piece of shit you are, the worse of a migraine he gets. Yeah. And so he blackmails people when he gets a headache around them, but he doesn't tell them, like, he just says, I know. But really, he doesn't know. He just knows they're shitty people. And they pay up. Yeah. And I just love, like, pa- like powers with compromise or powers with, like, at a cost are so much more interesting than, like, a guy who's just like, I can make water into shapes. Like, yeah. so not interesting. <laughs> well, because he's not even that. He's kind of a little unsavory. Okay. Yeah. So how does it affect him? And then the people that he likes that then turn yeah, or make questionable decisions. Shitty like, people, yeah. You got it, it, it's so... So I think I think that's one of the strongest things about that comic book die is how limited all of their powers are and how like draining to their whole life anytime they use their powers. If she tries to use a spell Yeah, I can see that. Right? I mean I didn't pick that up that much in Die, that they're very restrictive in their powers. Yeah, I mean, like... Every well, I think each person brings a certain attribute that the other can't. So, Like, like in any D&D party, right? Like, his sword is like a depression sword. Like, he, like, literally, like, gets, like... Oh, it's fueled on his sorrow. Yeah, he and he, like, basically, like, has to, like, think about death or whatever, like, every time he But he can only get so sad. Something like that, I guess. He's not, he's not, he's no Mike Hem, I guess. This is my sad sword. Yeah. <laughs> I could be. Isn't that right? Isn't that something about how someone play the Smiths? I need to pull my sword out. What the fuck are we talking about now? Are we still uh, on the back in, yeah. From a continuity standpoint. Yeah, they have to oh, probably yeah. have like a notebook. I, yeah, I was literally thinking she needs a Google spreadsheet with her all the <laughs> time. Yeah. Oh yeah, the this words she's already tried to how say. Nico is, yeah. yeah, used the. What is it? Is it the staff of one? Right. Oh, that sounds right. I think so. What if it like shot a blade in her eyeball right yeah <laughs> what spell is that but oh can, yeah you can only uh you know use like come back to life so many times yeah uh, revivify so she's using really <laughs> i don't think that's a word revivify i think you mean like just revive right <laughs> would be the one so i shouldn't be in charge of that's that. a harry potter <laughs> word yeah <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember this? Like, yeah. does this sound familiar? Yeah, it's ringing some bells. Kind of. Some of it. I probably listened to this 20 times after we posted yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I'm on a thing. <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> We're so famous. <laughs> I'm on a thing. I was like, I didn't sound like an idiot here, did I? I have to listen to it 40 times to convince myself. I have no measure with which to judge, but I think I sounded okay. I would lose, when we first did this, I would lose sleep over it. I would be like, I said this fucking stupid thing. Yeah. Really? Me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm one of those people though who like I'll look in the mirror like and be like fuck you you yeah. suck <laughs> I do. I do like thinking about like every like a 
and then wrong thing you do like 10 years ago. I do a butt clinch when I think about it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I do this. I'll be in the car driving with Becky and I'll just be like, motherfucker, just like talking to myself. <laughs> and she'll be like, what? So I say, <laughs> nothing. I thought a dumb thing. I don't even, I don't even consider myself particularly religious, but when I say it, I go, I'm sorry, God. <laughs> oh, okay. I apologize to God for like, Saying something or like uh, farting in a meeting or something like that. Or oh my God, you don't need to apologize for God. You need to apologize to the people in the meeting. Oh, I know. I yeah, trust me. That's growing up Catholic for you. <laughs> we scolded Greg on the podcast. A theme that has persisted. Oh, we missed. We missed where episodes. I called myself the mailman. Oh no. No, should we start over? Uh, no, I think. No, nope, we missed it. Oh, new segment. <laughs> Ooh, this, we're really into EDM at this yeah, point. Funky music. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Primary Color. Yep, saved us. Yeah, shout out to them. Have the first issue of Retcon. Ooh, I liked this book, and this guy was awesome when we did the book. He, uh, the author of it, like, yeah, retweeted us a bunch. He did. Yeah. He really did. Now he's like um, Retcon. Super famous. Stands for retroactive Is he? Continuity. I think so. And in What's Retcon, his name? Well, we can listen to it. Didn't Ram V do this? Where somebody no. is oh. uh, essentially kind of losing their mind and saying, I was part of this crazy military operation. I thought this book was about something else than you guys thought it was about. <laughs> Which is why we have this podcast. <laughs> Were we at a point where we could really conflict with our opinions Wait, so yet? Like, or did no, we feel like you I had was, to jump on? I was on? like trying to like go with it. Oh, no. <laughs> That has changed. Wait, though. so are we? Are we? Were, were we wrong? No, I was wrong, and I was like piecing together. I I was really afraid in the beginning to learn that I was wrong because of either not having um, prior knowledge of stories or characters, or just and now I just I'm okay just out like verbally processing like, oh, what was that? Can you explain that to me? Because that's not what I thought it was. Oh, you know what? Too like. At this point in time, I feel like retcon wasn't part of like normal American nope. lexicon either. Yep. And I and I don't think I knew that it, like it stood for retroactive continuity and we've how been that, saying that and how yeah, that have, related to the comic book. I think I, I I'm not sure I did either. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. now now every, we all say retcon constantly. Yeah, yeah. because and gaslighting is a now a thing too. Mm-hmm. Like that people were. Like I didn't know what Gaslight Anthem, that band, uh-huh. like that's I think isn't that like a word similar to retconning, like where it's like it's, it's heavily used now. Yeah, yeah, like a, a false, yeah, all because of Trump, man. <laughs> Among other things, the Trump started. Who? Yeah. Like why? Why did Trump retcon- got elected after we started the podcast? Right. Yeah, I Correct. Think so. Yeah. It was probably. It was probably right after. He's the inspiration. I would say, I would call him the inspiration for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Donnie. (laughs) But we also saw a wave of that in in the books that we covered, too. Yeah, around when he got elected, like tons of political books were coming out. Or when he was getting close to... I think my favorite Going into office, like Days of Hate came out. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Days of Hate or New World where that... um, that portrait, it's actually Trump and it's got like a hand, like a bigger hand on the nightstand. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Was that? It's actually Leviathan? Neither. Yeah, it's oh, Leviathan. It was? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that book was insane. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. book is awesome. This <laughs> Uh, these other books that got them to where they are. Retcon, man, I forgot that was about nice. this one. No, I remember this one. That, that 
guy was and awesome. That, yeah, he, he was he, cool. He wrote a review. Really fixed what is my criticism of Did he really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. One of our only reviews. <laughs> yeah, we okay. uh, we really didn't get the uh, kind of engagement we were <laughs> hoping for on that, guys. I'm going to be real honest. I was oh, a little the, sad. The 100 reviews before yeah. that? Yeah. I knew oh, that yeah. was never going to happen. Well, I didn't expect that we would actually hit 100, but we got two. <laughs> <laughs> we buried it, too. It was also like... <laughs> It was and there are people we know. It was a hard push. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Can we please get reviews, people? <laughs> well, we were pretty desperate. I don't think well, it's. I don't you know think what? We also didn't give you point. much time. Every yeah. every every podcast asks for like ratings and reviews constantly, and we never do. Toby Cypress. That's true. If you yeah. like, more people will find us if you rate and review us. Rate and review us. When you, uh, I'm like on, I'm on our, uh, our yeah. iTunes right now, and I'm like going to like listeners also subscribe to. Mm-hmm. You know that the number one comic books podcast is is one the fourth one that most people subscribe to. Oh no. Oh okay. <laughs> so at least we're in a, a genre that's popular. <laughs> yeah, but what if it's people listening to us and then going, I gotta find something. Else. Yeah, this is not what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. Uh, yeah. Bringing so people in this was there we go. Oh, yeah. so loose and emotional. Uh, mm. Loose and emotional. Loose and emotional. It's the name of my memoirs. <laughs> Emo. Was that probably describing an art style? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I remember Retcon. Yeah, the looking. art was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. It did look loo- very loose and emotional. We probably Two words I would use to describe it today. Three jokes this whole episode. Yeah, we were, we were very oh, serious. Very, yeah, loose on the jokes. Oh, God. Art. It is, it is a little bit, sometimes it, it, we, didn't, we really knew what we wanted it to be. We didn't do, um, like, the question at the beginning either. Mm-mm. I feel like maybe that was a tool that we needed in the beginning just to get us yeah. loosened up a little mm-hmm. bit. Questions are always good. Yeah. We like him. The Riddler likes him. <laughs> I think the Riddler likes riddles. Uh, he, well, he has, he has question marks all over his body. You know, right. um, sometimes well, questions are riddles. Mm. <laughs> Riddles are questions. Oh sometimes. boy. Okay, now we're getting into the deeps of it. <laughs> what is the deeps? Uh, I'm on trial tomorrow. Did I tell you guys that? You're on trial tomorrow? You're not. You're no, not it's for the jackoff guy in the, in yeah. the Fudge Mansion. <laughs> the intruder. Well, I get to go to his. Uh... Okay, let's be clear here. You're not on. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I thought they weren't prosecuting him. They found him, and I have to go to trial to prosecute him tomorrow. Wow. And I was. Th- I hope they ask you, can you point out the person in the room? Well, I've gone past that because they know it's him. But I think well, because he said that wasn't me yesterday. That's true. Yes. What I think they're going to say to me, though, is like, is there a, was there a no trespassing sign in your building? And I'm going to say, tell me if this is good to say. I'm going to say, could you clarify what trespassing signs would say? You're going to pull an R. Kelly on. Oh, yeah, okay, so, yes, exactly. So they'll say that, and they'll be like, okay, does, does the sign need to say also, um, do not steal iPads from offices and do not eat somebody's candy from a drawer? Or uh, do not jerk off. Yes, so if the point of, of the signs is to keep people from doing basic human things they know they're not supposed to do, then no, we don't have those signs. You think that, that'll be good in court to say all that? Um, Absolutely. Oh, new song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, from Titan Books. Um, this is a prequel to. This was when we would game. like. Follows the video game. We uh, talked about every oh, single yeah. first issue that yeah. came out. Oh, oh. what an undertaking! No, no wonder it was thirty minutes. You sweet, sweet. Uh, we didn't miss idiots. a goddamn book. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> oh yeah, the video game. I remember. Game. Yeah, I, that I was part of this. the research that I would do though, uh-huh. because I would I would just try Oof. try to find every single. 
even um, sometimes we would even uh, not be sure if it was a trade or not but yeah. we would I love that we, I love that we were like this is where we need to put that <laughs> at the end is where we need to say all the other firsts <laughs> right and her tribe um and Hilarity does not ensue. In fact, they, uh, <laughs> Jesus, what an idiot! Hilarity ensues is a is a phrase we use a lot on this, yeah. on this podcast. Right. It's a good one. Yeah. Hilarious. And hilarity ensues. John List and Alex Cormack. It is a everyone wants to hear dry synopsis. We really were reading Rainbow. Like God, it was like the Scholastic program. Yeah. Why would you come to a podcast for this? <laughs> hey, if you can get it in a tweet, you can get it in a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Along the long road of 100 episodes, yeah. we stumbled a bit. Canon knockout from the original Slam comic. Uh, it is a sequel, not a standalone, so you'll probably have to read uh, the original mm-hmm. Slam yeah. comic. Yeah, give them the info, give them the info. So this would have been more um, tuned in for hobbyists like... Than it was new readers. Yeah, for new readers or for people just wanting to have a, a culture. Yeah, I think that was the thinking is that yeah. like if they listen to this this and they wanted to know. Uh, all yeah. right, that wraps it up oh, for the first episode of First Issue Club. First Issue Club is a part of Fountain City Frequency. Uh, yep. And our legals. First Issue Club is also recorded in KCUR Studios. That's all we have for you today, and we're going to all sign off with our own closing <laughs> statement. I don't think we'd plan. Mine is, see ya. <laughs> it's still so good. <laughs> see ya. See ya. See ya. Sign off with my copyrighted <laughs> phrase, see ya. I had thought about that so long. <laughs> Wait, just saying see ya? Yeah, I was like, that's going to get him. <laughs> the milkman comes back again. The milkman. The milkman. The milk- oh, I was the milkman. Sorry. Even weirder I than the mailman. I wasn't even the mailman. I was the milkman. <laughs> oh, God, that's good. I should have. What happened to the milkman? <laughs> oh, got a baby. There you go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um, signing off. Okay, that's good. Signing off for now. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> see ya. Signing off, but KC is taken. End <laughs> it. Turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we get the show myself out? No, she didn't uh, have that tagline until. I didn't sign off at all. I don't think. I think you surprised us with that. I th- I think oh. we didn't know you were going to be like. And now each of us are going to do our yeah. own individual sign off. Right. Yeah, I did my own like little thing for my own joke. Mm-hmm. Paved the way. Yep. Invited you in. Maybe I did, and we just were laughing about seeing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I feel like we, you guys, wouldn't have been like, and you don't get one, so <laughs> we're done. And Shut the up, lady girl. doesn't get to speak. <laughs> <laughs> this joke is and only for no the sign dicks. off for the lady. Uh, we are out. Better see, not heard. Hush in the corner. <laughs> Do job. Hush in the corner. Like my microphone's totally separate with like a curtain. <laughs> that's a good time to tell people that's how it is. Yeah. We're all separated by curtains. All right, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's keep rolling. Uh, did you want to talk about DC doing something real dumb with their cover bees? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to start the clock. Mike D, up to bat. Okay, here's my problem this week, you guys. 
DC Comics. We've talked about them for a long time, doing variants the way they're supposed to be done. Putting out a bunch of A and B covers in the same quantities, and you're just picking the variant that you like best, and there's no bullshit inflated market for these insane variants that, like, Marvel and all these other pubs completely jerk off to, right? I have almost every Wonder Woman they've done this with. Yeah, be- they do beautiful covers, and you've got more options. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, about to rain on your little fucking parade, guys. DC, have you heard this, Budget King? I have not heard You know what this. I'm going to say? No, whatever you're saying has already got me sad. You're going to be pissed. Uh, DC is raising the price of their B covers by $1. Fuck that. <laughs> that is so fucking stupid. Isn't it? Like, that is completely just backwards on how to do business. It's what's the... I, I was trying to think about the precedent there Reward was Reward your that. customers. Don't punish them. Yeah, like, how many other publishers, period, put out a... Put out a same version of the same book, but mark up one on the record, like MSRP. I don't know because you know what even I mean? even Marvel has variants, but they have like the ratio variants. Of course, those are going to be a little higher. Sure, but and they probably, actually have other variants that are same price as like their cover A. Well, and everything's covered the same price for most publishers. That's that, right. Uh, my A and B cover are technically supposed to be three ninety nine, mm-hmm. And maybe it's up for the comic book shop to say, I actually don't want to sell it for that price. I want to sell it for X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. But if <laughs> your comic book shop is buying all these books and the difference is that they just added a dollar to one, um, I think the only other thing, only the only other publisher that I know that does that is Action Labs on like the nudie covers. That they'll do versions with, like, like breasts exposed, and then they'll upcharge, like, a couple bucks for those covers. Like the zombie tramp or whatever. So the comic shop doesn't have to, like, inflate the value of it. That's Like, the reason that a price inflates is because of, like, a nudity situation like that Mm -hmm. and, like, a print run. Yeah. So it, it makes no goddamn sense why cover A and cover B should not be the same price. It does when you consider that the people this is for is the people who are doing that spec buying and doing that um, where they're up, they're putting, selling them on other websites. Like, just like you said, um, it's not rewarding the customers because that's not who that's for. But isn't they're like not? A, go ahead. They're not seeing the profit because of the people doing that stuff, so they're trying to weasel it in somehow but That's even a really as, a, point. as like a spec seller your goal is to buy low sell high so if they're increasing That's the why pr- they're doing it because that's not yeah so this giving there's, them there's the actually a great uh planet money on magic the gathering that explains this and the, the premise is that when the business of your product is actually making more money on a secondary market you have a problem with your core product and i think caitlin you hit the nose on the head on this one is that the secondary market on these killer bees, they're like essentially losing out on their portion of their money. Fucking genius. But it's not all cover bees. It's like r- random ones just like Marvel. But you don't see Marvel jacking up their prices for variants. Is that, I mean, like not every cover bee that DC puts out sure. blows yeah. up. It was, That's most, just co- it was mostly like the Harley Quinns and the Batwomans. Uh, and, the, and the Wonder Woman. But yeah. here's what is... How, Think about your mentality as a collector mm-hmm. and how it changes the way you would buy the DC comics that you collect. Do you feel like if, let's say you're a huge Green Lantern fan, buy every single issue that comes out, do you now feel like 
as a collector, I have to buy the one that's a dollar more because, like, that's the one that people want. Like, I feel like as a Spider-Man fan <laughs> that yeah, I would have to buy the inflated price version because, like, that's the one. Yeah. Well, it's going to be like ultimately, the... like, from, from a collecting perspective, yeah. that's the one you're going to want. Yeah, because that's where they're going to put the cooler graphics. So since, since sometimes, we... Sometimes I don't like them as much. Well, yeah, even if true. you don't care about the graphic, that's probably <laughs> the one that's going to, like, hold its value and be, like, a collectible and the mm. thing you want to hold on if to. I'm, if I'm a huge fan of a series and I don't have a key book that I would have bought normally on a Wednesday, I'm pissed at myself. Right. Yeah. Um, so one thing about the Killer Bee covers, though, is that since we read um, Teen Titans here, the annual, mm-hmm. I've, like, stayed up on that book and loved it and bought both of every cover because um, they did a cool thing where they, like, they featured every Titan or mm-hmm. Teen Titan on the front. And, like, I wanted all that and stuff like that. But that experience wouldn't happen for me anymore because I'm not being like, oh, I really I like this cover better or not or whatever. I'm just picking the covers that, that are fun to me for the book. Right. Mike D., I have a question. Yeah. So DC is not going to come out and say, hey, we're raising the prices because the secondary market's fucking us. What's the real reason they're raising their books to $1? Well, I know that they've said the covers are going to be cardstock. Now, does that really advocate a dollar increase? What? Wait, who are you even, saying that's the real wants? reason, but it's that's not what, the real that's reason? That's what they're claiming. That's yeah, what it's they're not saying. the real reason. Yeah. Who right. The okay, I wanted to make for? sure it's you not were... The, well, yeah. The real reason is they are getting fucked on the secondary market. But just to, like, say, like, hey, we're increasing it by a dollar because, like, the cover's going to be a little thicker. Mm-hmm. No one gives a fuck about that. No. Yeah. No. And, in buddy. fact, people want them to be able to be damaged so they can be uh, more proud of how they've kept them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... Th- <laughs> Those DC covers are hard to keep in good condition. The paper they use on the A on like their standard press are like a little flimsy compared to like other pubs. Like Image and Marvel uses like a nicer cover than yeah, DC. Yeah, I don't think they currently. do. It's like it's felt I've thought about this before too. Yep. I think they use like one less coat of gloss. So they're so yeah. they're raising the price Uh-oh, to make go. it just as good as other publishers <laughs> currently are. <laughs> so we get to pay more for, for you to be just yeah. as good now. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, people are still gonna buy them, I guess. Or maybe yeah. that wouldn't that be beautiful if they oh, if they I fell hope apart. This fucking backfires. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's just like, nope, I'll just get cover A. Yep. You're out I'd of buck. Like- I'd like to say that I'm going to be one of those people who's going to be like, fuck this and not buy yeah. any cover bees anymore. But I'm Have sh- you seen them? They're I, awesome. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I see them and I'm like, this is kicks ass and I really want this cover. Yeah. It is a real shame that the cover bees are that good. Yep. But I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to boycott because I'm going to buy them. I, I'm going to try. I buy based on what looks better to me, and sometimes that is that one, and sometimes it's not. I'm just really mad at all the spec sellers now that now I have to pay more just to be able to get one I like better. Yeah, It's kind of the product of where the culture is at right now in this point in time. Because, I mean, was spec buying and selling really an issue in the early 90s? So I don't think spec buying was at the height of even when we started this podcast. That it is now. That's uh, that's actually probably very accurate. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of conversations I have on spec buying in my comic book store has increased easily a hundred percent in the last. And it's year, kind of annoying. Year, two years, yeah, it is. It's it, to the point that like I, without fail, if a spec buyer is ever talking about an independent book, one hundred percent 
has not read it, has no intention of reading it. Marvel, they've stumbled in and out of the spec buy books that they're buying, and they can kind of talk about the book as it does it have a good story or not. Independence, never. Never. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. And that's bullshit. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Because what, what, yeah, what it does is it takes the comic book out of the hand of the person that actually wants to read it and enjoy it. And it inflates things like... I don't want to shit on publishers, but like Antarctic or like ones that like booby mags um, that like have some just like not even good content. It's just like, oh, they did a lower print run. This fucking book called Rags, which honestly wasn't that bad after I read it. But the, <laughs> the, uh, the premise is just like super hot unicorn apocalyptic girl um, that like went bananas just because it was a low print run. Now, you read that book. Yeah. Does she just like fight? In her underwear? Is that like what the book is? Yeah. Yeah, it's more like yeah. range of movement. That's it, you want to be as free as you can. <laughs> She's so, not like, wearing no yeah. clothes. Yeah, because the, the unicorn possible. thing doesn't come in for her a little bit. Yeah. That just seems like dangerous. Is that why she's like naked? I'm like totally like, kidding. Oh, it's not. <laughs> and especially, like, that part <laughs> especially not being able to have support for the areas that you need, so you're not flopping around. Right. Like, yeah. Not not smart. <laughs> not smart. And that's like. Clothing is like your most basic armor. Like, why would you not wear that? Especially if you're fighting. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just shy under two years. Um, What is the uh, happiest you've been in the last two years? The, the moment, the moment that rings true for you for like utter glee, as far as like our lives or <laughs> like the podcast. <laughs> I want to know about yeah, like two years. So a lot of people grow. I think I, I hope I hope that in two years I grow. And I'm wondering, yeah. uh, did you have a moment that was just particularly? Uh, I'll say enjoyable. Well, well, we already mentioned that I got married during these past two years, but I think. Probably the one moment that sticks out to me the most is when I scored a secret variant of Ziggy the Pig. (laughs) Um, Huge moment for me. Yep, yep. And it just, you know, I sometimes I think about it when I go to sleep at night, and it just makes me feel like warm, safe, like I've got what I need. So Um, those um, moments like that are what I live for. In that comment, I can't tell if you're trolling me or you're telling me the (laughs) truth. Because part of me wants to bond with you because I too got one. But then I'm then I'm realizing, oh, I think he's actually making fun of me. I didn't get it. (laughs) I don't have that book. Um, But yeah, I'm a millionaire because of it. Well, I was a millionaire because of all the sponsorship of this podcast, and then selling that doubled it. (laughs) To give you a to give you a sincere answer, um, I lost like something like 60 pounds uh, from when we started this podcast to the midway point because I was very sick. Mm-hmm. And then um, figured out what it was, had an operation, missed about a month of this show, and then came back, and I've since gained back like 70 pounds. <laughs> so, no. So, I no feel way. like that's impossible. I was tiny. I don't know if you... at my You we- were tiny. At my wedding, like my the, the pants I wore were like size 27 or 28 waist. Like I was itty beady. Yeah. Whoa, that's like old emo Mike. Yeah, exactly. But this was like little you look teenager sick Mike. sick in those photos. That's exactly right. <laughs> Looking <Ooh>. felt. Mm. <laughs> Remember me. Quick diet tip from Michael DeStacy. Have your gallbladder removed. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the me. The pounds just melt off. Mm-hmm. 
be, be so ill that you can see a little bit of abs in the right light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never did a sit-up, but where all these abs come from? <laughs> don't Malnourishment. At- yeah, don't atrophy too much muscle. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of good moments for me that happened in these last two years, but I t- sincerely... After we got done with Planet Comic Con, like that live event, I was like, I want to do that for the rest of my life. I was, I want to be like that happy and excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was like a, a definitely a high. If if there's if there's a higher being and they're watching, like your high, high, um happiness radar go up, they would have spiked right there. Just out of control. <laughs> and they would have taken notice. They're like, wait a minute. Too, hap- too happy. <laughs> Slice strike him with lightning. Yeah. yeah. We should probably get take it, something away from get him. Get him caught masturbating at life? work or something like that. I don't know why that popped <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly specific. <laughs> What's one thing a higher being could do? <laughs> Got it. I just didn't think that would just ruin you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would be like a one fell swoop, just mm-hmm. all areas of your life. <laughs> your wife, your significant other couldn't respect you. <laughs> your boss is done with you. Your dog is just, <laughs> just so mad at you. Yeah. Um, You guys don't have to answer this if you don't want, if nothing comes to your mind. Oh, no, I mean... I really just, uh, with the podcast-related happiness, the thing that has brought me the most joy is that we can finally apply for press passes, and we've been getting into these cons for free. And I don't know how or if any of you listening have ever been able to do that, but I highly suggest that. Start a fake podcast. Start a fake website. Get a newsletter together or something. You can convince anyone your press, and you can get into cons for free, and it is delightful. The money I've saved from tickets is at least $200. And just the the sheer um, st- stargazing that you get when people see that your badge says press on it. Oh, is, yeah. Whew, yeah. If we were not taken, we would be slaying it. Yeah, drowning in it. <laughs> just potential lovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drowning in potential lovers. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to assume. Get this but, guy a snorkel. Yeah. Yeah. Because something might happen. Yeah. Could potentially be sex. <laughs> you guys remember when we covered Rugrats? If, if there's a potential of se- What? <laughs> you guys remember when we covered rug, Rugrats? That has to be top. Top for yeah. me. That was the first the episode Halloween. of the show where I was like, we're on to something. <laughs> might be smart. Like, I think we kind of uh, tonally found it around then. Like yeah. early we yeah. took our, we were taking ourselves like way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And that episode was so silly and fun. And then we found out that Greg is Rain Man for Rugrats. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Not and, the best superpower to have, but <laughs> Not the that worst. is my lot in life. I feel like the next episode was like like a terrible coming down from a, a high because I was like, man, we are nailing it. And I shared that episode with a bunch of people and everyone was like, that was funny. Like Greg's thing at the end was great. And then the next week we just did like, uh, we like a book. Yeah, it was like we had a shitty book to cover and nobody cared. I think we should, we should talk about how with this podcast, if you just have to cover mediocre books, it's boring. I don't know yeah. how anybody does reviews on mediocrity after doing this podcast. Yeah. Because it's like, what, at that point, you're even like, 
I wouldn't. I don't want to hear this. I don't even want to yeah. hear me talking about the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like talking about it because it's like it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It's just a comic book. Okay, then why put it on the goddamn show? It is way more enjoyable to discuss something that is a polar opposite, either yeah. so good or so bad that we can have a take on. And I think the tough job to give ourselves a little pat on the back is oftentimes <laughs> the thing we explore is like. This is probably for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Just not me. For who? I don't know. Hopefully you're listening because, I mean, that's why there's no, like, podcast about oatmeal. Like, who gives a shit? Right. I yeah. put a banana in there. Or Fuck mac- you. Mac and cheese in a box. You can you can sass up mac and cheese. But is there a blog for it or a podcast for it? For mac and cheese, probably. Oatmeal, absolutely Okay, not. yeah, you're right. That's like the khaki of food. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, I like I khaki. I fully disagree. <laughs> that was like that's like Docker's pleated pants. Uh, of food. The cargo shorts of food. I get it now. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> Those are versatile. <laughs> they are. What do you What do you find yourself putting that in that extra pocket? The cargo pocket. Oh, what don't I? <laughs> Worms, I find. <laughs> cool rocks. If you're not putting <laughs> unfinished ice cream He's seven. sandwich. He's seven years. I'm old. Dennis the Menace. My slingshot. <laughs> if you're not putting so a, a hacky sack and a half smoked joint in there, then you're doing life wrong. <laughs> As a seven-year-old? <laughs> yes. Hey, I party. They don't call me a menace for nothing. Oh, hell yeah. Did you guys find it hard having to be into all of the publishers when probably in starting this, like, um, I would say, you know, there were publishers I was weaker in? <laughs> I think that's a good uh, conversation of the transition, uh, how we were in the beginning of staunchly anti-DC. Yes. Yeah. We, we we did not like Detective Comics. This is true. And we were very vocal. And I, well, I'll say I still don't give a shit about Valiant. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. Valiant is so tough Shots to get fired. into. Yeah. I know that there's fans out there, but it is tough. Yeah, it is. That accessibility to it is just so difficult for me. And if you, we, one thing we've found is that talking through any of it, uh, if you get any minor aspect of it wrong, that fan base will let you know. Oh, quickly. <laughs> the thing I do like about Valiant is they are known in the industry for being, like, really nice on the publishing and marketing end. Like, sending comics, especially to, like, libraries mm-hmm. and really being into that. And I like, like, so I feel like they're good people. So I do want to like the products they put out. Well, at. I also think that's kind of like uh, them making sure that people read them and know who the hell they are. DC and Marvel don't have to do that because they're so well-known. Valiant is just like, please, no one forget about us. My God. You want free things? Here's the free things. (laughs) I mean, yeah, and the free things, like, the so if you guys don't know this, anytime you go see Valiant, you get a special cover that's, like, limited to that thing. Yeah, like a gold foil pressing or something. Yeah. I have two, a couple of them that are worth, like, each of them are worth over 100 bucks. So the fact that they're just slapping you with a $100 bill for going to hear them talk at a con Mm -hmm. is pretty crazy. How you haven't sold those yet is beyond me. That is a really good point. Like, what value does, do they hold to me? I don't know. You have them. As a you, non-Valiant fan. I have a couple. They stiffed us last time. Well, I yeah. don't think they stiffed us. Oh, you think our comic book shop stole so them? They got, oh. So we went, and they're just like, well, we're out, but we can mail them to your comic book shop. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. And they shockingly never showed up. Now, whether or not they got sent... I don't know. But mm. it wouldn't surprise me if Your, our shop yoink, yoink, yoink. just put them on eBay. That's insane. Fuck them. We should have looked on eBay to see if yeah. they showed up on there. What is their eBay handle? 
Not that it fucking matters anyway. Yeah. Um, I'll say that when we started the podcast, I was all in on Image Comics, and that was my favorite publisher, Mm -hmm. easy hands down, Mm -hmm. and now I'm way more into Big Two than all the independent publishers put together. Which yeah. I never would have expected from me. I used to make fun of those people that were just like so into the big two. Yep. And not just because image was like my thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, our thing. I was like a fanboy to it in a lot of ways, but like I totally right there with you. Now it's crazy. Like there's so many respectable books and authors and illustrators like on both of the big two. Well, you know I, where they came from, right? I know. And they, yeah. So there's like, right? Go all, ahead. Like all the. All the illustrators and writers that we loved on Image and all those indie books have made it to DC and Marvel. So, like, that's it makes sense why we're loving DC and Marvel right yeah, now. Yeah, I think if if we wouldn't have started the podcast, I would have found my way there the same. I yeah. think there's something to be said about buying so many first issues and just opens me up to more Marvel and DC books just because they have more first issues every every week than anyone else. Um yeah. Any other moments from the podcast that stick out to you that are very memorable, not memorable, things that we didn't talk yeah, about? Yeah, let's talk about the non-memorable moments <laughs> from the last two years. That was more of an inclusive statement. <laughs> I didn't want your feelings to feel left out. <laughs> oh. We reco- before we did our first epi- episode, we did a test episode yes. to see how it would go. And... I am scared to death of that audio ever making the light of day because <laughs> I had a mental breakdown. I was, and I remember thinking like, I'm going to be so fucking good and everything I have to say is interesting. And then like being in front of these microphones for the first time was so intimidating. It really was. I Something happens to you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I breathe like a maniac. Like why? And you just... I, I have asthma anyway, but uh-huh. I was just like, why have I been holding my breath? <laughs> why have I, after getting in front of a microphone just made me freak out. Totally. After recording that first episode, I was like, we're going to do this for a month tops and then like <laughs> never release any of it. <laughs> like I never would have thought that we would have done 50, let alone 100. Yeah. Is like nuts. And the fact that people listen to us and yes. like have caught like conversations with us on social and meet us at conventions is just like fucking insane like thanks for listening to the dumb shit we have to say like 100 times that's kind (laughs) of my um from my perspective the thing that has been the most um significant is just that i didn't i um came into this not as much as a super fan of comics in general just knowing what i kind of liked and sticking to those specifics but um I didn't really understand that there was a, a real market for these kinds of conversations. And I think that has been really cool. Well, I um, think I've, yeah, I've listened to a bunch of comic book podcasts and none of them are quite like what I'm looking for in a comic book podcast. And so we got to kind of figure it out as we went along and make the show that we wanted to listen to, um, which is super awesome. And I think there's a lot of awesome people who are looking for the same thing. Yeah, and, and they we're like super glad you found us a lot. And then they tell <laughs> other people to listen, and then people that we know and love in our lives just regularly now know stuff about comic books because they're listening because it has the potential to draw new people in. And I I think when you're talking about anything that's nerd culture, 
the best way to talk about it is like from a relatable way and people tend to just conflate it with like going straight pretentious or like straight like just like <laughs> name dropping as if that were an enjoyable way to talk about movies yeah, that would or be the comics. number one reason i would have been like i don't actually know if i want to do this podcast like i don't want to have those kinds and, of and i think that to us is somewhat of a double-edged sword because we're always trying to not speak with authority, speak with authority. Yeah. Right. Well, you <laughs> want to have your, you, you want to have legitimacy to people who know a lot more about this stuff than I do. And, but you also don't want to go so over the top with it or in, in your face with it, that people who don't know as much as I do don't want to hear me talk <laughs> at all. <laughs> I would, I would almost call us like the anti comic book store conversation. Yes. Like that's a you, great way of saying it. You walk into your shop and it's so intimidating and inaccessible and everybody's like an expert and will laugh at you if you say the wrong thing or don't think the right thing. And I don't I don't want to be any of that. And I think that's one of the brilliant things about first issues is that it's just a genuine reaction to um, a new thing. And I think it's really awesome for People who don't have people to talk to about comic books to have a, a show to listen to where we're hopefully not being too snobby. <laughs> yeah. And you can feel like you're having a, you know, reading club with us. Uh, all right. What's up next in this 100-minute episode for 100 episodes? 100. <laughs> they get the big hundo. Everybody listening to this gets $100. Ooh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we will give away $100. Do you say doll hairs? <laughs> doll hairs. Yes, thank you for translating. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we about to say, Kay? Um, that's it? <laughs> that's And that's all, folks. We could say thank you for all of our listeners for yeah. listening in. I am truly thankful for all of the listeners and everybody that takes any time to listen to this, no matter who you are. It is uh, a crazy concept that people take time to listen to our voices, right. honestly. Um, a true thankfulness. I uh, often say this, too, but when I find out that a friend of mine or anybody that I even know says that they listen to our podcast, like, that's the mo the highest form of praise that I think anybody could give me. Like more than like if they were like, and here's a gift certificate to Babies R Us. I'd be like, I don't care. Oh, but you listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our friend Greg. Shout out to our friend Oh yeah, Joey. Joey. Ronnie Barron. Ronnie. We got Tide. We got 10K Beers. We got all of our friends on Twitter. Shannon. Yep. Shannon. Chris. Uh, your sister? No. Different Shannon. <laughs> Shannon A. Shout out to my mom. Yep. Shout out to my dad, my sisters. Shout out to um, Jacqueline. Oh yeah. She is a super fan, and she doesn't um, she doesn't read the books, but she's listened to every every single episode <laughs> we've ever done. I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. That's it's awesome. It's kind of it. It. I don't know why. I'm that. That's where my gratitude is going right now because if I didn't, if I didn't. Um, have any kind of concept of the medium, that's just like a huge supportive supportive thing to do in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So thank you, Jacqueline. We love you very much. We do. Do you guys have any goals for the next 100 episodes? Ooh, that's good. I'd like to do an episode where we cover 20 books in one show. 20 books? Yeah. Maybe I, 10. I would what love if that. We, what if Let's we had to 10. do it, like cover it in two sentences or less, though? 
I want. I want it to be like a five hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to okay. do. I want to do a twenty four hour spectacular, lock-in. if you will. <laughs> twenty. No one's gonna listen no, to that. Yeah, we don't need to go twenty four hours. I don't think people, people are gonna listen, listen to five. People <laughs> will listen. Me and, me and Russo did one with just the two of us once, and we covered like five books. Yeah. Uh, we were like, we should, yeah, but we should do ten. Okay. We should do one with ten. Um, I also want to do commentary on top of the commentary we just did. Ooh, yes, Ooh for our two hundredth yeah. episode, yeah. two hundred maybe we'll revisit hit this. That coming yeah. back around. Oh, our, how cool our commentary was! Yeah, yeah, right. yeah that'll be great. Uh-huh. That'll sound really good. <laughs> uh, I want a legit real sponsor. Yeah, yeah. That's getting a, a sponsor one. would be That's great. We need ratings and reviews for that, please. Please, <laughs> for the love of God, <laughs> rate and review. Uh, I want to do another. Um, <laughs> Make them up. Make them up. I want to too. Yeah. Oh, pitch please. Pitch yes. please. Pitch please. Oh. We, we pitch pitched please. each other concepts for comic books. That mm-hmm. episode was so much fun. So yeah. we need to do another one of those. I think it would have helped me to know that um, some of us were just going to be free associating <laughs> words. <Yeah. laughs> I I had like je- I had like legitimate premises for mm-hmm. the ones that I was going to try to sell. Wait, but and all, then... all mine were written down. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Well, and we should actually re-release that episode. I feel like that whole episode oh, should have just right. been raw. Yep, you're right. There's a lot of stuff that didn't make it. Probably stuff that should not have made it. Uh, we got like real... I got. I think we went too raw on something. <laughs> we went real, real. Uh, but yeah, that, that one as its whole should actually be... Yeah, I, I think. I what did we do plans. that? I, why am I drawing a blank on what we did that for? Like year end or just for fun? No, but it had a. There was some type. Did of... Did we do it for fifty? No, because we didn't announce. Was 50. it an evergreen? <laughs> no, we did it like I think I want to say we did it for like New Year's. Could be. Maybe I can't remember why. Doesn't matter. There's no. The, yeah, the why is not important. Thank you, Greg. The how. <laughs> yeah. It, it, How did we do it? <laughs> we, sat, we sat down in front of microphones. Uh, okay, I think we've, over the last 100 episodes, we've only had one character on, and thank you again, Snagglepuss, for calling in today. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I would love to have so many more characters, characters come from about. the book come on the show. Oh, yeah. that's a good, yeah. Yeah, char- we we often we try to we talk about getting more authors, but getting characters in books are, is those better. Those are the really tough gets, mm-hmm. and I feel like we've been fortunate, but we could really yeah, those are pursue people, that a bit more. I feel like I'd be most interested to talk to more so than the. There's been rumors that Wolverine writers. has a micro penis. That he's an advocate for like uh, not body shaming people with micro penises. It'd be nice to have him on. And his little bub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about your little bub. It's normal. His little peewee hog. See that little bub? It's, How's your cone? It's normal. How's your cone, Wolverine? It's normal. How's your what? Cone? cone. How's your cone? I bub. Dr- What's his horn look like? I drink to remember. No, you drink to forget. <laughs> he drinks to forget that little I nubbin. Drink to remember. <laughs> Prune juice. It helps your memory. <laughs> you should try ginkgo biloba. That's what or I was Self help Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Put coconut oil in your coffee. <laughs> a little ginger goes a long way. <laughs> if you got the flu, put a an onion cut in half and some water under your bed. It'll purify the air. 
That's not a good Wolverine. <laughs> no, no, I feel like it's all. turned into crunchy Wolverine. <laughs> if like, you have allergies, I recommend a neti pot. <laughs> yeah. Only use local honey. <laughs> That's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. The faces that you're making. You can have my neti pot when you take it from my cold dead hands. <laughs> Grand Torino. <laughs> Is that a bit? I think it's a bit right there. Uh, just Charles just Heston insane. saying his own movies. <laughs> Charlton Heston. Yeah, same person. <laughs> a fistful of dollars. That's oh, Clint Eastwood. Fucking hell. Planet of the Apes. From dust till dawn. Oh, I think I was in a movie with an orangutan. This has been another episode of First Issue Club. We are a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is provided by Primary Color Music. We are recorded in KCUR Studios. You can find us, rate us, friend, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, and your favorite listening platforms at First Issue Club, F-I-R-S-T.